Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Lombardi Line with former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now here is your host, Stormy Bonatoni, on VSIN, the sports betting network. Hello, hello. Happy Monday, everybody. Welcome into the Lombardi Line presented by BetMGM alongside Michael Lombardi. I'm Stormy Bonantoni. And Michael, it is officially official. It is draft week. We are just a few days away. It's good to have you back, Stormy. We Thank missed you, you over the weekend. Yeah, it's good to have you back. You. Uh, it's good nice. to be back. Wish yeah, that I draft. wasn't like on a flight that landed at 2.30 in the morning. Yes, but other I than that, I am a happy know, camper. The problems of travel. Yes, but the, <laughs> you know the, them ama- well. amazing that, you know, you have you're, you're so close, Seattle to Vegas and have the most problems, right? I know. Isn't that weird, right? I have all this cross-country travel where I'm no in D.C. Problems. or Orlando, and I'm fine. But yeah, here we all go. All of a sudden, here we go. But it's good to have you back. we got a good show in draft week. I mean, there's a, a lot going on in the league. you got your hockey. you got basketball. got a little baseball. And then we got the draft, which will steal all the thunder. Yeah, absolutely. So let's, let's start there. Obviously, mm-hmm. as a former GM, you know this week very, very well. The Monday of draft week. What's the mentality? What are the conversations that you guys are having? I think what you're trying to do is always to place scenarios out in your mind and your head in the room uh, about what would happen if this happened. It's, you know, remember in baseball, we would say, okay, runner on first and second ball gets hit here. What do you do? Mm-hmm. You know, that's kind of what you're doing. You're doing the infield rules and you're trying to make sure, okay, we're sitting here at 10. These five, these nine players are gone. What do we do? Then you try to create options. Do we trade down? We'll talk to teams. Look, we've talked to teams. So you kind of set the stage of what's going on. And as I said on GM Shuffle today, none of this is done by chance. It's all done by predictability of the years. So every team has the history of trades that have been made. Every team has a write-up of every general manager on what he wants to do, trade up, trade down. So you know that you're not going to call a team that typically doesn't trade to see if they'd be interested in trading up or trade down because history says they don't do that. So a lot of it is the preparation. And you really won't know until you're on the clock because the draft takes twists and turns that even the teams in the league couldn't suspect. I mean, you know, we could all believe. Now, we know Bryce Young's going to go one, but after that, we all have indications. You saw it, you know, you saw the betting market with, yeah. with Will Levis this week. I mean, I've learned enough in this business to know that there's something going on with that. It just didn't happen. 
So, and I think teams are trying to prepare for the unprepared, for, well, for the unexpected, excuse me. In this year almost, it feels like more than any other, just the unknown and how are the dominoes going to fall questions that we have. And you talk about that number two overall pick. Yeah, Bryce Young, massive favorite. We're seeing like minus 2,000 roughly yeah. for that number around town. But number two is where we're seeing the intrigue because at first when Bryce Young made that jump to become such a big favorite, it's like, oh, okay, well, obviously the Houstons are just going to go with the next best quarterback in the majority of people's minds, which is C.J. Stroud. And that very, very quickly yeah. changed. We saw Will Anderson. We saw um, uh, Tyree Wilson sitting there. And now we're seeing Will Levis as a minus 145 favorite to go number two overall. When you look at this situation specifically, like how much of the the Will Levis movement is like, is it maybe like that the Colts could trade up to number two? No, or is it just. That. I think the Will Levis movement to. to or is I it think, the quarterback thought that, hey, I we do want one, it's just not Stroud. A couple things happened over the weekend. Last week, the Patriots had Levis in for a visit which was just a visit. But do I think the Patriots trade up to get Will Levis? No. No. <laughs> no, okay? But I think that spurred some conversation. I do think in talking to people in the league, especially teams picking in the top five, that there is the news of Houston that came out that they were not going to take a quarterback created a stir within their fan base that their owner listens to the fans. And we don't we can't factor this in. But maybe the owner walked into the draft room and said to Nick Cesario and D'Amico Ryans, can't we just pick a quarterback? Is there no one we like at quarterback to solve this pressure that the fans are putting on them? Because the fans don't care that you don't like the quarterback. They want a quarterback. And any new shiny car is always a good car, right? Even though the car won't run really good. This is a one-quarterback draft that people are trying to make into a five-quarterback draft. And I like that you say um, that it's – maybe the owner's thought process, because I don't see Nick Casario, a guy who's a Bill Belichick product, saying, oh, I'm going to do what the media and the fans are telling me to yeah, do. Yeah, I agree. And and Nick uses the grading system that he had in New England. And in that grading system, it's very challenging to make Will Levis that high of a grade. Yeah. you got to fudge a lot of things. Yes. Well, because I know you and I have talked so much about the, well, he couldn't be the, he couldn't ascend to be the starter at Penn State. No one answers he... that. I keep asking everybody in the league, tell me why. See, and I say it this way. If he were everything we thought he was, and I don't dislike Will Levis. Do I think he'll play in the league? Yeah. Do I think he'll be a starter? Probably not. I think he's more of a backup. However, that being said, I've been wrong before. All right, let's talk about it. Like, if he was everything you think he is, and he was this great, why doesn't he beat out Sean Clifford, and why didn't Penn State mm -hmm. keep him and win a national championship? Because mm -hmm. Penn State, I mean, look at the receivers, Hamler, Dots. I mean, they got all these guys. Yeah, John Dotson. Yeah, I mean, they have so many great players. Miles Sanders is on the team. I mean, it's been a, well, it's been four years ago, but I mean, they've had players. Yes, so he couldn't win that starting job. He goes to Kentucky, and then he's coming off of a season where he wasn't great, but we're all trying to give him the benefit of the doubt while the offensive line wasn't great. I mean, I was actually very bad, but he didn't have any <laughs> weapons on the outside. And okay, but, Did you he's, do a Kentucky he's still, game this year? but he still was inaccurate. No, I didn't. No, I mean, you just never got the sense that people were like, oh, my God, this guy's carrying Kentucky's program. No, you they're, heard you more still, about their defense, right? I was going to say, you heard more about their defense, and when it comes to Will Levis, you heard more about him putting mayo and coffee and eating a banana with the peel on than you did a skill set. So yeah, that's I mean, not though, a highlight for me. So in terms of— You don't of, put mayo in your coffee? It's, it's, <laughs> I'm a stay, I'm a refrain from that one, Michael. <laughs> as much as I love dairy products, that's not going to happen for me. But so in terms of, like, this week in general, we, we see 
the week of the draft that movement can happen is around this time last year, the, the Trayvon Walker stuff started popping up. When steam comes on draft week, I'm curious where that comes from because yeah. I feel like from your perspective, the work is done yeah, and you done. have your feelings on players like, already. Tyree Wilson has never been below a lot of players. Like he just didn't emerge as a potential. He's always been in the top four players in the draft. Nobody's talked about it that way because they were wrong. The mockers were wrong, but the league has always had Tyree Wilson in the top five. Like people picking in the bottom of the top 10 knew Wilson would never make it to him. Now, it could have made it to him based on the medical, which it seems like that's cleared up. But I think what's happened now is, is as we're going through this, the pressure to get a quarterback is becoming so great that teams are trying to lie to themselves. Mm -hmm. And you, you just can't really do that. You know, I said today on the GM Shuffle, you know, you, you could – Lamar Jackson's still out there. None of these guys are guarantees except for him, and it still makes no sense to me why nobody's trying to go down that road. So can you help me out with this? I don't understand either. There's the fascination with quarterbacks and reaching when you know that the product isn't there in this draft. It's it's Bryce Young, who's your guy, and even he has his shortfalls. I mean, oh, man, I bad choice of words there because, <laughs> you know, it's a size thing. But, like, he's the guy, and then it's kind of everybody else. Yeah, I, I, I know. And, and you have a short thing out there that you say you can't pay and it's too much of the game. But nobody's even made an attempt to negotiate with mm -hmm. the kid. I mean, he's there to negotiate. No one's even engaged in a negotiation. Look, I'm not – I'm a conspiracy theories on some things, the JFK. I'm not on, oh, there's collusion to block Lamar. I'm not on that. However, I do think there's this notion that, oh, well, we didn't like him coming out, so we don't like him, even though he's won 45 games as a career starter. Like, like who – you? It's a terrible let, argument. Let's make a bet. Will Levis win 40? Let's set the over-under after three years for Will Levis's career at 45. Does he go over-under? What are you taking, Stormy? He's not touching that. You're not touching I'm that? I'm not touching that. How, how about C.J. Stroud? Are you touching that one? 45 wins? Depend no. I of just, course no. you're not touching that. But like, that's what, like, are you what, taking what, Anthony Richardson, no, 45 wins? No, absolutely not. He's my least favorite of this class but when it which i feel bad i feel bad saying like i'm well, not gonna knock these it. kids but if, that is my opinion you're, you're not you're not knocking his personality he's a wonderful kid you're knocking his you're saying his talent isn't conducive to the next level that's all you're saying it's a good thing to say look we're gonna have to sit there on thursday night and cry about the stories and then you know we're gonna everybody's great there's nobody bad everybody's wonderful everybody's overcome dogs died all that stuff we'll have to do through that like seriously how many interviews deep do they have to go to find that this dog died and it changed the trajectory of his whole life uh, like it I, is always I, look, look, it is I don't want to talk something. about dogs dying because there's nobody more important to me than my dogs yeah. but i mean seriously that, that that's i get that but it's it's a little tough to take. I, I just think to me, we have to say it. It's like, yeah, I'm going to ask this question. I've said this on the GM Shuffle. I don't believe. All right, let me ask you, Will Anderson. Do you think he'll get his fifth year option picked up? I hope so, but based on you hesitated. Yes, I hope. So. I hope so. I hope that he turns into I the player that hopes. everyone wants him the to hope's be. Hope's not a plan. Hope's not a plan. Correct. That's not an answer either. You, so when you doubted, you're not sure. Do you think Will Levis will have his fifth-year option renewed? No. I don't either. Do you think Anthony Richardson will? No, I don't All have right, faith so in these quarterbacks. All right, so you answered no to those. So the, why would we pick them this early? But, but, Nobody's asking that question. So that's why I need your help, because you've sat in the chair. You've been a general manager. I don't, like, know. I I don't get it. I don't I understand. Don't, I, I, I think it's pressure from – like I think the owner in Houston – 
puts a lot of pressure on decision-making there. Because I know Nick, David Culley and Nick were never going to be a marriage. Lovey Smith and Nick were never going to be a marriage. Like, that was never going to work. Like, maybe D'Amico and Nick could work. But to me, Nick's picked three coaches that have I've been around them that I don't understand. Like, it is nothing from them. How many quarterbacks go in the top three? Top three? I think one. How many in the top ten? Today, I had one. Okay. Interesting. But so, yeah. but there's a caveat with that but. Okay. I, I still have the Colts. I have the Colts. To me, the smart thing for the Colts, take Paris Johnson at four, go sign Lamar. Now I'm going to win the South. I love that play. I'm going to win the South if I make that play. I love I don't understand why there isn't more conversation coming from the Colts about doing something with Lamar Jackson. I win the South if I make that play. So he said today in his top 10. We're going to get to that a little bit later in hour two. Our own Sean King and Michael Lombardi Uh-oh, are going out. to break down who they would pick you if were in a they commercial were in with Sean each King, of these I heard, team's huh? positions. <laughs> yes, I was. Yes, I was. We've also got Thomas Gable, director of the Sportsbook at the Borgata coming up later on this hour and Mike Pritchard at 1245 Eastern. You won't want to miss it. More Lombardi line after a quick break. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard to snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. This is the Lombardi Line with former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now here is your host, Stormy Bonatoni, on VSEN, the sports betting network. It's time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. BetMGM has all your favorite wagering options along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the Strip with your state-issued ID to open up an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM's state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem. Call one 800 522 
4,700. Looking forward to getting back to some of that NFL draft conversation a little bit later on in the you show. Talk hoops I love when we get crazy. But yes, it's time for some NBA. We got yeah. two good games coming up tonight. Um, do just want to remind folks that we've seen that Milwaukee Bucks number uh-huh. creep up higher and higher. Giannis Antetokounmpo is expected to play today, barring any pregame setbacks. Bucks, a seven point favorite against the Miami Heat. Bam and Butler. Still officially listed as questionable, so TBD on them, total 216. And then Lakers and Grizz, Lake Show. Oh, without Dylan Brooks, he's not going to play? Oh, I can't imagine that. I mean... The villain. Can you believe the media made him a villain? Yeah, right. Did you hear that? Yeah. Oh, I know. I spelled his name wrong on Twitter, and I became a villain. Like, seriously, I could care less. You know, I should have just called him. I mean, one of the dumbest things I've ever heard a player say. You know, I mean, and so, but it'll be interesting how they react tonight after that. I mean, they got blown out in the first quarter. That game was over so quick last, you know, the last time they played. And the Bucks. I mean, look, the thing about Butler, I love Jimmy Butler, and I wish he would have mm-hmm. stayed a 76er, but him putting two to two games together is always hard. And now he's got this injury. What's the glute injury? I don't quite know what that is, mm-hmm. but, you know, he, it obviously might affect him. And if Giannis comes back, that is going to lift up Milwaukee. There's no denying that. And for like the Lakers Grizz, when we talk about age, um, now that we're going one day off, one day yeah. on, like that's always a concern with this team too. So I think that makes this game that much more important. They're a four and a half point favorite over the Grizz today. Total two twenty and a half. Um I, I don't think the Bucks thought that I don't think any of us thought the Bucks would have this much of a struggle with Miami, especially considering yeah. Miami loses to Chicago in the play-in round, you know, and so, but Giannis has got to stay healthy too. You know, the back is a problem. I mean, look, injuries have affected all these teams. I mean, Kawhi's knee swollen up bad. He can't play. I mean, how'd you like to be Steve Ballmer? You've put this team together with Kawhi. You can't ever get the team together. It's driving me insane. The freaking Suns are a 12-point favorite tomorrow because, I mean, it just... It, it's it, 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 it as it's they crushing. say in the Irishman. It's what it is. And, it's what it is. And how disappointing is it after you saw how incredible Kawhi came out the gates? I know, game but one, it, it's what then, it is. Yeah. You can't. You know, it's like he's he can't do it. His knee swells up, and you know he and he told the team all year long, "All I'll do is get to April and May, and I'll carry it through." And and he would look like he was going to be able to do it, and then the knee's a problem. Yeah. Durability matters. You know, speaking of durability, I mean, like the big fella in Philadelphia, like people say, well, it's not his fault he gets hurt. Yeah, it is. He gets hurt. He's on the ground 87 times a game. Have you ever seen a player on the ground more than him? (laughs) I haven't been looking, though, to be honest with you. The NBA is full of floppers now. Did did you know it's glorified soccer now with how much these guys fall down on the floor? It's insane. But are you betting tonight? What are you doing? No, so I don't have any bets in the NBA as of right now, um, but I'm thinking about it. You can't help yourself. I can't. Well, no, I just, I, I really, I, I have, I, it's fun for me. I just liked it with NBA. I don't really follow it as much in the regular season. And when postseason comes, you I just, into it. yeah, I get into it and I get invested and it's fun for me. I'm very curious when we have Sean King on later, he is a self-proclaimed puck Stradamus. So maybe in the last block of the show, I can see if he has any hockey plays for oh, us tonight. Because it is a good NHL wow, card this impressive. evening. Oh, yes. I didn't even know that. Man of many skills. I didn't know that. I mean, that could take over bracketology, a puck. <laughs> 
Puckstradamus. Football, hockey, and horse racing. Sean King specials. Don't we need you know? him for we need him for the Derby. The Derby's coming up. Yeah, we're gonna prepare for that. Yes, he's very excited about it. But I wanted to talk a little bit more about what happened last night, though, yes. in the NBA, because the best first round series, hands down, has been Kings Warriors. Game four was another wild wow. one. Yeah, it was. It we really had, was. I mean, the timeout that shouldn't have been called. I mean, some of the things that happened down the stretch, and then you know the Kings have a chance in that last set to, to at least get off. A, I mean, I, I thought Harrison Barnes had a good shot. I thought mm-hmm. it was going to go in when it, when it left his hand. But to me, the, the Warriors just give you way too many opportunities to ever think that they're going to be able to get through the West. And then Denver had a chance last night to put it away, mm-hmm. to get it to overtime, and then they just let it flop away. I, I, I think this is going seven, the Kings-Warriors. Do you? I do, and I want it to, because then it's going to come down to that critical Game 7, and can the Warriors win on the road? And that's what it's going to keep coming down to in this series. But look, we've seen two games. The first game in Sacramento, down the last minutes of the game, the Warriors didn't make plays and lost. Game 3, Game 4 in in San Francisco, the last minute of the game, Mm -hmm. the Kings couldn't make the plays to win. And, I mean, that's how close this series is. I mean, those two minutes, one minute in, in, go, in Sacramento and one minute in San Francisco, if it goes either way, you know, it could easily be it's, you know, Sacramento could have lost the opener and, you know, they could have won the fourth game. So it's this, to me, is how close it really is. Yeah, it's one of the – it's the, the one-point win, by the way, that was the first win of the season for Golden State. Uh, first one-point win of the season for Golden State. They had been 0-2 in the year. Meanwhile, Sacramento was actually 5-0 and in the regular season in one-point games, um, but they end up losing this one. I'm just very curious if they can bring... They need to like come out the gates in Sacramento with intensity, with urgency. Yeah, I think, to me, they just turn the ball over too much, and they give the, their defense never gets set. They turn it over. They just let teams linger around, and, you know... And I mean, Curry misses that shot. I thought he was going to put the game away. And, they, mm-hmm. and Seattle, I mean, excuse me, Sacramento gets it back. It was a great game to watch. It was fun to watch. And so was the Cavs Nick game. I don't know if you ch- had a chance to watch much of that. That was the one thing I liked about the Cavs Nick game was the Knicks had control in the first half. I think they had a nine point lead going in ha- at halftime. And then the, the Cavs made their run. And, you know, the crowd was nervous at the Garden. You could feel the energy kind of – you felt like this was Cleveland's moment to kind of get the series back in their favor. And then this Nick team had this mental toughness, a lot of mm-hmm. which comes from their head coach, who's a tough guy, Thibodeau. And they found a way to stretch this out. They played great defense down the, in the fourth quarter, the last eight minutes of the game, and credit them. I mean, they did a great, great job. I, I thought that was a great game. Yeah. I love the Knicks' intensity. They don't shoot well all the time, but they made critical shots down the stretch. Yeah, Knicks, the uh, five seed with a 3-1 series lead against the four seed in this one, move within one win of their Just, first playoff series win since 2013. All right, so let's play this out. Let's say the Knicks are able to get past – they close this out against the Cavs. They play Milwaukee. And Giannis isn't 100%. I mean, I know Milwaukee still has depth and talent and all that, but that becomes a more interesting series. Well, and then, like, let's say that they do get through Milwaukee, then they're still going to have the Celtics waiting on the other side. The Celtics will be, I mean, the Celtics kind of got it corrected yesterday in Atlanta, you know, although their defense still wasn't where it needs to be. But, I mean, Philly, the question marks about, I mean, Doc Rivers said after the game, it's 50-50. 
whether he's going to be able to go. And then let's layer in the conditioning. What's his conditioning going to be like? Missing a week with a bad knee. I mean, I, I can't see that. But I, I think to me, Knicks Milwaukee, if that happens, that 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 would be fascinating. That'd be a good theory. I, I missed the start of the show yesterday. Did you give the 76ers their flowers? Or well, no, because I, the Nets are bad? No, I think the Nets are bad. But I think you've got to give the 76ers credit for the resolve. I think Maxi and 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 Tobias Harris played, you know, they kind of raised their level. I thought Harden was horrible in the game. I thought, you know, he couldn't finish at the rim. I think he's, what, 9 for 37 from two-point lane. I mean, he really can't get to the rim, and he can't finish like he used to. He's a spot shooter. Uh, I just don't see how this is going to the next round. I really don't. How they could beat Boston. And, and you know, it's beating one thing, but Horford has always given Embiid trouble. He always has. That's one of the reasons why they sign Horford. Mm-hmm. You know, and so I think that'll be a problem. Tatum's playing at a higher level. So I, I, I gave them their props. But to me, with him being hurt again, coming off a knee, that doesn't spell well. How unfortunate is it this NBA postseason that we've seen so many of the star players go down and miss games yeah. and miss time and not be able to be themselves? And, and you know what's crazy is we've all we talk about is we want them healthy for the playoffs. Yep. You know, Jordan. That's why we're holding guys out in regular season right, games. Jordan, right? 179 playoff games, 179 starts, and never misses games during the season. I mean, we had the doctor, Michael Lewis, his team doctor, on the Daily Coach this weekend, and they did it. We did an interview with them, and he had like a really bad cold or something. And, and the doctor said, Michael, just take time off. And Jordan said to the guy, Look, these people paid big money to come watch me play. I'm playing tonight. I mean, that's the mentality he had, and that's, to me, so great. That's what we're missing in the league. I don't think anybody cares about that the fans pay $200 a ticket and the guy's not going to play. Yeah, that's. I wish that more guys had that mentality. Me too. I wish the, I wish the commissioner would try to get that into them. Instead, we're talking about load management, and yet it's not working. We're seeing players get hurt in the playoffs. Yeah, it's... It's just unfortunate because it's the biggest names that you want to see performing on the biggest stage. And to your point, you're trying to keep them healthy in the regular season. That's why you're holding them out of games. And then it doesn't seem to matter. Maybe they need those reps I think in order they do. I to, think you need to build. I think you need to build strength on strength. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, take a look at the betting markets with director of the Racing Sportsbook at the Borgata, our guy TG, Thomas Gable, coming up next on the Lombardi Line. This is the Lombardi Line with former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now here is your host, Stormy Bonatoni, on VSEN, the sports betting network. There's a lot to bet on over the next 30 days. And for a limited time, we can help you out. If you become a subscriber to VSEN, just $9.99. That gets you insight into daily MLB bets, NBA and NHL postseason, the Kentucky Derby, and the draft. Coming up this Thursday, only VEASAN Pro subscribers get access to our daily recap of top plays made from VEASAN show hosts and guests. You get tools like our betting splits that let you see where the money and bets are moving every game. Also, a top VEASAN experts leaderboard to view betting records, profit, and ROI to see which VEASAN expert has the hot hand. Sign up now, just $9.99 at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Welcome back. To the Lombardi line, live from Las Vegas. we got two games in the NBA tonight, an awesome NHL card to help us get the breakdown from behind the book. We welcome in Thomas Gable, director of the Race and Sportsbook over at the Borgata. And how much were you sweating that uh, that Warriors-Kings game? I know the Warriors are always high in money line parlays, 10 ties and 19 lead changes. They end up getting it done, but you were hoping for the Kings, weren't you, TG? Well, it, it was interesting. We were kind of in a, a bad spot with that because, yeah, you have all those money line parlays, 
uh, with the Warriors, but then we also had uh, people taking mm-hmm. the points there with the Kings. So uh, it would have been best case if the Warriors were able to cover that outright for us. That would have been the best case scenario for us. But, uh, I mean, the Nuggets losing outright last night, though, was also pretty big uh, for us because speaking of money line parlays, I mean, that pretty much did them all in. Uh, a lot of people, including myself, uh, assumed the Nuggets were going to close that out last night, and um, Timberwolves were were able to uh, to steal one there. So, uh, so I don't think Denver's sweating it much, though. Hey, TG, I know you. You know, I know you're close to Philly, but you're also close to New York. So that Nick game, uh, how did that yeah. go for you? And what is the is it? A, do we have a Sixer crowd or a belief crowd, or do we have a more of a Nick belief crowd down there at the Borgata? <laughs> Well, there was a lot of Knicks fans here uh, yesterday for that game. They, they had a really good turnout there uh, for for the opener uh, yesterday. But, um, yeah, I mean, listen, I, I think that whole series, it, it's interesting. We took uh, some decent Cavs money there in the series price and the series futures. Uh, so we, we end up needing the Knicks uh, to, to actually win that series. Now, obviously, it goes kind of game by game. Uh, when you're booking um, each game, and yesterday, uh, decent result. We didn't we didn't lose on the game, uh, but uh, for the series, yeah, we actually need the Knicks, which is kind of an unusual spot. But I mean, a lot of people were high on the Cavs coming in. We kind of thought that that series was going to go six or seven games, and now New York has a nice nice hold on the series at this point, and uh, hopefully that. Uh, they they have a chance now to uh, to potentially close it out there on Wednesday in Cleveland. You know, not to jump ahead, but Stormy and I were talking earlier in the show about the potential of a Milwaukee Knicks series. And how would you handicap that, TG, looking ahead, assuming Giannis is healthy? Yeah, right. I mean, that's the big question that's going to be looming over, well, the remainder of the Miami series with Milwaukee and then, uh, potentially moving forward. So if Giannis comes back, which he's obviously, it looks like he's going to play tonight. Uh, he comes back and he looks like himself. Um, you know, the Bucks, Bucks again are going to be a, a pretty big favorite in that in that series against the Knicks. Um, now, I, I will say the Knicks again. Listen, they have the fans believing at this point. Um, you know, Thibodeau's been uh, doing a good job. He's been out coaching the competition. And uh, but I, I think the Bucks are still going to be a very very heavy favorite there against the Knicks. Uh, I would, you know, I, I'd probably make that uh, probably even close. If Giannis is healthy, I'd, I'd probably make it close to an eight dollar favorite for the Bucks. Here with Thomas Gable, director of the Race and Sportsbook at the Borgata, and you mentioned Giannis good to go tonight. It looks like, um, hence why we've seen this number creep up higher and higher for Milwaukee. Uh, is that the way that people are betting it? Are they backing Giannis? after missing the last two games? Yeah, I mean, so I think right now we're, we're seeing a little bit of money come in here on Miami after that number has creeped up now to seven, seven and a half. Now that Giannis has been ruled in, you know, he got some individual work in yesterday. Um, you know, I thought they'd be a little bit more patient with them and not return them too soon, but it's a tricky spot that they're in right now. Um, there was no need to play them in game three. But now being down 2-1 in this series, uh, you really want to risk going down 3-1. Um, and, you know, who, who knows if he's going to be on a minute restriction tonight. Um, you know, I still believe this Bucks team can beat Miami without Giannis. 
so me personally, if I was a Chargers, I, I would be erring on the side of caution and keep them out because uh, this is going to be a long playoff run and you, and you need them. But, uh, you know, Miami, they already lost Tyler Hero. Now, Duncan Robinson did step up there and contributed 20 points in game three. But you're not going to get that kind of contribution from him every night. And now they also lost Oladipo. Jimmy Butler is a little banged up. And not to mention this Heat team is shooting and scoring well above what their normal output is. So my point in all of this is I just don't think it's time to panic if you're Milwaukee. So I wouldn't be rushing Giannis back unless everyone's on in agreement that he's good to play, which seems like that is the case. Uh, I, I think really their focus right now needs to be making some defensive adjustments uh, to make things a little bit harder on Miami on the offensive end because, I mean, let, let's face it, the Heat seem to be getting and, and scoring at a lot greater pace than what they typically do during the regular season. So there definitely needs to be some defensive adjustments here uh, from Coach Butt. We had the we had JVT on yesterday, TG, and he had one of those stats. I don't know how they – you know, the the, uh, the player being as close to the offensive player when they shoot. I don't know what they call it. And yet Miami's still making shots. I, I said, like, that. yeah, that's great. You can go explain to the owner, look, we had them covered, but they kept making shots. You're still getting fired if you say that, right? <laughs> so, like, I don't right. know what that – I don't know what that indicator means when they make shots, but – Let's let's focus on the most important game of the evening, the Memphis Dylan Brooksless Grizzlies <laughs> against the Lakers. I mean, I'm sure this has been impossible for you to handicap without Brooks on the court. I, I know he's such a big, uh, a huge influence. I mean, yeah. Where will he but, be? But he I mean, wouldn't that be a great reality show, Stormy, if they had like somebody just follow Dylan Brooks around tonight, like as he since he can't be in the arena, like get his commentary on the game? I mean, he would say something stupid, like it would be blow up. It would be a tremendous Twitter, like him watching the game and getting his feedback. That would be unbelievable. Go ahead, TG. I'm sorry, I digress. <laughs> No, that's all right. I, I know you're a big fan of his. Yeah. Um, so uh, Lakers right now laying four and a half here. Uh, total pretty much either 222, 221 and a half is, is pretty much the consensus right now out there uh, on the total in this game. Uh, Lakers, golden opportunity here, though, to put uh, a stranglehold on on the series, go up 3-1. They got off to that great start in game three, going up 18-2. They had a packed house, first sold-out crowd for a Lakers playoff game in 10 years there, which gave them a lot of energy. You haven't seen much movement in the number on this game. Um, you know, when you're looking at the Lakers, Hachimura has been a real spark for this team. And we talked about this before game three. Anthony Davis needed to be more dominant or at least more efficient on the offensive end um, if he's dealing with these constant double teams. He's been terrific defensively. Um, but he did come out in a big way on Saturday, scored 31 points, grabbed 17 rebounds, and added another three blocks to his uh, total there for the series. And I think the matchups in this series absolutely favor the Lakers. Now, that being said, John Morant, he answered a lot of questions, didn't let a sore wrist phase him. He scored 45, dished out 13 assists, and was, I think, just uh, one rebound short there of uh, missing a triple-double. But Morant's not going to allow the Grizzlies to go quietly here tonight. I, I think uh, he's he's going to do everything in his power to keep this game close. Um, I, I sort of would lean Grizzlies here, um, taking the points with them tonight. Um, but, uh, again, golden opportunity here for the Lakers. Yeah, John Morant was incredible playing through the hand injury 
last game. Uh, I, I also saw the Lakers broadcast, by the way. They put up this graphic in pregame that said, you're not that guy between Dylan Brooks and LeBron James. And it had career points, NBA MVPs, championships, finals MVPs, all-star selections, all NBA, and all of the numbers that LeBron James has, followed by all the goose eggs of Dylan Brooks, because <laughs> you're not that guy. It was so savage. It can was great. Get, can we get a medical report update on Mr. Embiid? I know you're wired in there. Can we get a medical update? TG? I don't think there's been uh, much of a change from where we were sitting yesterday with him. It's still kind of 50 uh, 50 on whether or not he's going to, uh, to be able to go. And obviously the Celtics now took uh, another step yesterday towards, uh, towards their series. So they go tomorrow night, uh, big, big favorite against uh, the Hawks at home. So they're looking to close out that series. And, uh, you know, we'll see if uh, Embiid is, is ready to go. But the question is, even if he is cleared, what is this time off going to do for uh, for him and in terms of his, his impeccable conditioning? Yes, that's a great yeah, question. Yes. Yep. Thanks, Thomas. You're the man. Appreciate Thanks, your TG. time. See you soon, TG. All right. All right. Thank you, guys. You always got to throw in something about Embiid, don't you? Impeccable conditioning. I've never seen an athlete as conditioned he's as him. Just, it's remarkable. He's just in excellent shape, and he never falls never to the ground. Never goes out of shape, and he's always on his feet. You know, <laughs> I was told on Twitter he's the greatest center of all time, and somebody said Akeem Olajuwon's laughing at this. It's just unbelievable. You do know that you're a fan of the team, right? I am. Sometimes a fan I got to remind you. I, but I'm a realistic fan. I'm not a blind fan. Vison's own Mike Pritchard joining us next. We got Pritch's points coming up. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Lombardi Line with former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now here is your host, Stormy Bonatoni, on VSEN, the sports betting network. Turn a loss into a win with BetMGM, official sports betting partner of Major League Baseball. Place a one-game parlay wager with at least four legs on any MLB game. If all the legs of the parlay hit but one, you'll get your stake back in bonus bets up to 25 bucks. Just log into your account or download the app and sign in with BetMGM to get started. 
Then opt in to the One Game Parlay Insurance promotion to receive up to $25 back in bonus bets if your parlay with four legs or more loses by only one leg. Just at BetMGM, the best place to bet on baseball, BetMGM.com for T's and C's. 21 years of age or older, new and existing customer offer. All promotions subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi, Nevada, New York, and Washington, D.C. Welcome back to the Lombardi Line, live from Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas. Michael Lombardi and Stormy Bonantoni with you as we welcome in good friend of the show, VEASAN host and former NFL wide receiver Mike Pritchard, also a former number 13 overall pick in the NFL draft. Happy draft week, Pritch. Thank you, Stormy. Michael, great to be with you. Yep, uh, fond memories uh, of this week indeed. Um, uh, and one of the best draft day stories I think ever. <laughs> well, yes, take us through some of your, your memories. You can't just like leave the cliffhanger yeah. like that, Pritch. Yeah, see, I know I, I did that so you would ask me because <laughs> I wanted you to ask me. I couldn't just volunteer the information. So, yeah. um, no, I was that Michael. <laughs> no, I want to hear it. I love draft yeah. stories. I mean, they're, well, they're the best. Take it. The best yeah, story but, ever. Yeah. Okay. Prince, well, tell us the story. <laughs> well, because you know, Michael, you're on the other side of this, but like on the player's side, you know, what's going on? Do you have a draft day party? Do you have a gathering? Are you at the draft yourself? Um, I was in my pajamas and basically my underwear. And so what? imagine talking to Michael Lombardi as you're getting drafted uh, in your underwear. Uh, and that was me. So I was talking to all these GMs from Dallas to New England, not, no, not New England, excuse me, um, the New York Gi the Giants, um, Atlanta, uh, Pittsburgh. And I was talking to all these GMs and, and I had just woken up. I, was, I, I slept halfway through the top of the, the, the draft there, you know, through round or pick four uh, in the first round. And so here I am standing in the middle of my apartment uh, in my pajamas, talking to GMs about to be drafted to the National Football League. I, I thought that was spectacular. Yeah. How I mean, does that happen? Yeah, I was going to ask that. <laughs> I mean, didn't you, like, didn't you know the time of the draft? Did you miss the start? How did this happen? Well, they were 15 minutes between each pick back then. It was early in the morning. I think the draft started at like 9 in the morning or, or 10 in the morning, my time in Colorado. Uh, and so... Uh, my agent, Jack Mills, uh, who I think you, you know, Michael, I love Jack. Um, is, yeah, Jack's awesome. And so we were thinking maybe the bottom of the first round or into the second round. So that's clearly a, an entire different day, uh, similar to what it is now. It's just not in prime time. So I woke up, you know, fourth pick overall. And Mike Kroll goes to the Broncos. I thought it was going to be Alfred Williams from, from CU, but it was Mike Kroll. Uh, and then my phone starts to ring at pick nine. Uh, you know, as teams are jockeying for position, anticipating the run on wide receivers. So you had Herman Moore, then you had Alvin Harper, uh, and then I started to be in play too. So, uh, yeah, I, I was caught off guard um, in my PJs uh, talking to NFL GMs. I, I thought that was incredible. Yeah, so good. That's I awesome. I can't, <laughs> I can't even believe, Pritch, that you are out here asleep when the draft starts, and then you're expecting these teams to believe you're going to be reliable? Yeah. What is what? He answered the phone. He answered yeah. the phone. That's I mean, true. he called yeah, the duty. I mean, he, he, you know, he, ran, he answered the bell. He's like Kramer on the bus. He made all the stops. That's right. So, Pritch, as we turn our attention to this year's draft, I have this weird feeling that none of them are going to be caught in their underwear. Yeah. They will be okay. prepared, cameras on, and the whole bit. Um, but as far as the person, 
perspective of like betting and how people should handle this. I love that you come locked and loaded with Pritch's points. What are some of the advice that you're sharing with people this week? You know, Stormy, I, I think this is one of the most difficult drafts to bet um, because of the information uh, and because of what the books have now adjusted to, to with certain numbers. And it's like, how do you make a bet on this year's draft? And uh, I was going to bring up the fact uh, of history. Uh, and so I'll go back to the 83 draft and, and, and Stormy, uh, you know, th th that 83 draft with all those quarterbacks, uh, think about all the misinformation at that time when John Elway, he's going to go play for the Yankees, right? And the Baltimore Colts are not going to draft him or they can't, or right? And so uh, they drafted him anyway. And then Dan Marino falling as far as he did, right? Even though he's a, he's a, one of the best quarterback prospects you would ever see, right? And mm -hmm. uh, so this draft is similar in the fact that you have information out there, which I think the players and the agents are starting to control more of that because of the social media aspect of things. Uh, and, and so, like, if you're C.J. Stroud, do you want to be drafted by the Texans? Or can you throw something out there or can people around you throw something out there to where you slide uh, to a better situation? I mean, I, I think at this time when you can kind of still control uh, the narrative a little bit in terms of where you're going to be drafted, uh, I, I think you have some players uh, implementing that type of strategy right now. Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, I agree with you. The agents do control the narrative. They can make a player move. You know, they're kind of putting it out there. They're constantly feeding the mock draft guys. Here's what I hear. Here's what I believe. And, you know, and it does. But at the end of the day, I think that the, if you block out the noise, and one of the things that makes it so hard to, to, to bet the draft is because the unpredictability of what a team's going to do in front of you. I think really no one really knows. I mean, we don't really know what Arizona's going to do. Arizona has been tight-lipped. I mean, if Arizona took Paris Johnson at the third pick overall, would that surprise you? You know, they got DJ Humphreys at left tackle, but they need a left they need a they need linemen. They got Kelvin Beecham at right tackle. So, I think the unpredictability lends into this as well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, you know, relying on people like you. I mean, certainly if I'm betting this draft, uh uh, I, I think, Michael, certainly here at VEASAN, you, you're somebody that I would listen to and rely on uh, in terms of that type of information. Uh, but even if you go through the mocks, if you go through all the various opinions out there, there's no consensus out there. Um, even if you look at the talent pool uh, and put to one of my points, like I, I think teams like Jacksonville or playoff teams from last year, uh, they're going to have uh, these picks in the draft in which they're going to get better with quality depth. Uh, in other words, like Smith and Jigba, like it, it, when he goes to a team, he's going to be a compliment, right? He's not going to be a featured Jeff uh, Justin Jefferson or a Jamar Chase. He's going to be a compliment. So say he goes to one of these teams that needs a, an outstanding compliment or, or B. John Robinson, uh, a luxury pick for perhaps the Eagles. They really don't need a running back, but yet they're going to get one of the best players in this year's draft for quality depth. So from a betting standpoint, I'm looking at what the best teams or the routinely team, the teams that routinely get the draft correct or certainly have a chance to make the playoffs each and every year. I'm curious about what they're going to do uh, with the draft in terms of the better players and filling out their rosters that way, a la the 49ers. Is there anything, anything to, like, philosophically looking at some of these GMs and knowing that they are a best player that's their type of a, a guy that they're trying to reach for, or are they looking specifically for the a positional need? Any of that that comes to mind? Yeah. I mean, I, I think teams that get it right or GMs that kind of get it right or, or, or they construct rosters uh, a certain way, uh, the fit, uh, you know, the best player available situation. 
Uh, Seattle comes to mind. Kansas City comes to mind. I'm curious to see what Chicago does uh, now that Poles is over there, too, from a similar philosophy that that Kansas City has. I mean, I, I think New England, with the number of picks that they have, maybe they can get it ba- uh, back uh, in terms of filling out that roster uh, as well. But the Eagles, you know, teams like that, Stormy, I, these are the teams to me that that know how to draft. And uh, we'll find out about other teams with all these multiple picks that find themselves in a top 10 each and every year. Like, they, they don't figure out a way to get it right, uh, even though they might have 10, 12 uh, picks out there in the draft. Yeah, it's not it, like you said. It's not an exact science. It's challenging, and when you have constant change of the coaching staff and moving around, and then you take a quarterback who you're not sure is going to be a starter, it, it becomes a really hard thing. I think Philly, Mike. I'll leave you with it. If I'm Philly, I, I think if they trade it up to get, see, I think people think these three techniques are easy to find. I think they're mm-hmm. impossible to find. And I think if you can get a three technique like Jalen Carter and you're Philadelphia, you might want to think about trading up. I wonder yeah. if that's a tease I mean, for your draft. <laughs> there you go. That's not bad, actually. I mean, think about these teams with the multiple first-round picks, too, uh, that can do something like that. And, uh, you know, I, I looked at other rosters like the Dolphins. They're an aged roster. Uh, the Broncos, they have five picks. They have five picks in this year's draft, and they're an aged roster. So from a betting standpoint, in the fall, uh, gosh, I think some good things really need to happen with that organization. So to me, that's how I'm attacking the draft because I just – I just can't get a great feel or grasp uh, on, on some accurate or, or some great information to where I want to lay a bet right now. You're awesome, Pritch, and thanks for sharing that story. All right, buddy. Thank you, Pritch. Appreciate <laughs> All right, you. Thank you so much. Yeah, absolutely. Take care. Enjoy draft week. Again, round one, getting started this Thursday at Union Station in Kansas City. We are going to take a quick break. Coming up in hour two, we stick with the theme of former NFL players turned VEASAN hosts and analysts. Our guy Sean King is going to join us next in studio. He and Michael break down which players they would take in the top ten of this year's draft, debating Team Fit skill sets, likability, and more when we come back on the Lombardi Line. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. 